Our second scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. Listen now for the word of the Lord. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he was coming up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened up to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending on him like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, in whom I am well pleased. The word of the Lord. I love you through and through. I love your happy side, your sad side, your silly side, your mad side. I love your fingers and toes, your ears and nose. I love your hair and your eyes and your giggles and your cries. I love you running and walking and silent and talking. I love you through and through, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, too. Those are the words to my favorite children's book, I Love You Through and Through, by Bernadette Rossetti Schustock. I have bought more copies of that tiny board book than you can imagine. Every newborn child in my life has received that book as a welcome-to-the-world present. Before I meet them or hold them in my arms, I send them that book. Before I know them or hear their little cry, I love them through and through. Prior to seminary, I worked as a nanny for two young girls, ages two and four, when I started keeping them. The toddler, Michelle, loved this book. Foo and Foo, she called it. And she insisted on hearing the words to Foo and Foo before every nap time and every bedtime. I love you through and through, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, too, were the last words this child heard before closing her eyes each and every day. I don't know if she knew exactly what the words meant, but she knew they brought comfort. She knew they were important. In our scripture today, God says just what this book says. I love you through and through. Not in those words exactly, but something similar 
and just as poetic. This is my son, the beloved, God says, with whom I am well pleased. Beloved, be loved through and through. The story is among the most well-known in our faith. We've all heard it countless times and seen countless depictions of the river and the dove and the Savior. The story of Jesus' baptism gives us the beginning of his ministry. Up to this point in the gospel story, Matthew has told us of Jesus' long genealogy, the important but scandalous family roots from which our Savior grows. He's given us the heartwarming story of Jesus' birth and the tragic story of his escape to Egypt. He's told us the words of John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin and prophet, but here, for the first time, we hear Jesus' voice. It's at the Jordan River that we first hear Jesus. It's at the Jordan River that we first see Jesus act, do something rather than have something done to him. And his first act is surprising. If we could have imagined Jesus' first act of ministry— what would it be? I think I would have put the feeding of the 5,000 first. It'd be a solid start to Jesus's life with a message of the abundance of grace and the sharing of resources, or maybe a miraculous healing would be a good place to start. Set the tone for that healing power that comes through Christ's presence from the very beginning. John the Baptist would have had Jesus begin by preaching hellfire and brimstone, sorting out the hypocritical riffraff within the church and baptizing the world with fire. But none of those things is Jesus' first act of ministry. His first act is to be baptized. His first act is to be loved. Beloved, God says, in him I am well pleased. Before Jesus has fed the 5,000, before he has healed the sick or given sight to the blind, God is pleased. Before Jesus has given his famed Sermon on the Mount, he is called Beloved. The first act of Jesus' ministry is to receive love through and through. That's the first act of our ministry, too. To receive love through and through. Maybe young children are better at that than teens or adults, better at being loved through and through. Through and through is vulnerable. To be loved through and through means to be known through and through. And there are parts of ourselves which we'd rather not have known. Maybe we'd rather be loved and known most of the way through. Part of the way through on certain days and just call that good enough. 
but that's not what the story says. That's not what God does. That's not what we do. To be called beloved is to be loved through and through, even the parts that feel unlovable. We talk a lot about giving love, about loving our neighbor and doing acts of love. Each of our church committees and councils gathers every month to discuss ways to show love. We could preface each council title with the phrase, the Committee of Second Presbyterian Church for Showing Love by Mission, Advocacy, Arts, Education, Worship, Stewardship, Finance, the list goes on. The mission of our church is to show love to the church and the world, and we are working hard at it. But it's also something more. The mission of our church is also to receive love, to be loved through and through by God and by one another. Let's imagine that we did have a committee on receiving love, a group of people who just got together to remember that they are loved. Where would they meet? What would they do? Well, I think they'd meet there, at the font. I think they would touch the water and remind each other that they are baptized. At Jesus' baptism, God says, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. All those things were true before Jesus touched the waters of the Jordan. Jesus was just as loved before and after his baptism, and we are loved before and after our own baptisms. But the baptism brings a visible sign of that invisible grace. In baptism, God's love is ritualized and enacted, made tangible through water and through the promises of the believing community. In baptism, the Spirit binds us together in extraordinary ways through ordinary water. In baptism, we are loved through and through. And in baptized communities, we love one another through and through. I love you through and through, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, too. It's my favorite line of my favorite book. When I give this book to infants, I always write a note in the cover of the book. Just a little message telling the child that I love them and God loves them too. I also write a note to the parents. A note to remind them that I love them and God loves them too. God loves their happy side and their sad side, their silly side, and their mad side. Before we love, we are loved. That's why we gather around that font. That's why we pour water into it each and every week to remember who we are and whose we are. 
beloved children of a loving God. Through the waters of baptism, we are claimed by a God who knows us. We are bound to a community who cares for us, and we are loved through and through. And when we know that we are loved through and through, we cannot help but share that love with others. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow too. Amen. Please join me in a prayer of commitment. Holy God, remind us that we are beloved and help our lives to reflect that love. Remind us that we are washed, claimed, and bound through the waters of baptism and help us to remind one another. Amen.